This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. The following program is available 24-7 on YouTube, GodTube, and at livingwithvictory.org. It's time for Living with Victory, a program of hope and encouragement brought to you by Living with Victory Ministries and listeners like you. In a moment, we'll join your hosts, Laureen and Tony Giorgio, for today's message of perseverance and hope. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready. Welcome to Living with Victory, where life isn't about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain with spiritual perseverance and faith above all in Jesus Christ, because he is your umbrella in the storm. Hey, hi, this is Tony Giorgio, and we're back with another Living with Victory program today. Before we get started, though, I want to mention just a few things. Very important, how to contact us. And if you don't have something to write with right now, don't worry about it. We'll be giving this information throughout the programming today. But we'd like to hear from you, how you like the program, what we're doing. If we're doing you some good, we hope so. We pray about it, but it's important to hear from our listeners. Email us is probably the quickest way, and that's livingwithvictory.com at gmail.com that's living with victory at gmail.com at our website you'll get a lot more information you can hit the contact button if you'd like to do that it's livingwithvictory.org livingwithvictory.org that's our website now without further delay my wonderful sidekick and partner here Laureen is waiting with the topic of the day and the scripture and today ought to be a very interesting non-fretting program <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello everyone thank you for joining us today one of god's great don'ts that's the topic fretting and worrying I looked up the word fretting, and it says be constantly or visibly worried or anxious. Worry, be anxious, feel uneasy, be distressed, be upset, upset oneself, overthink, agonize, sigh, pine, brood, eat one's heart out. That right there, it's already giving me a headache. I don't know about you, you know, but when we do start to fret, all kinds of physical ailments, including depression, start to hit us. 
But when you hear about trust, assured alliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone, hope, make you feel you are not alone, Jesus is with you, guidance, support, peace, to place your confidence. God is the only one who fits all of this. Amen. And he gives us a choice. You know, we have our free will, and he does give us a choice what to choose. Fretless. Fretless. <laughs> <laughs> Philippians 4, 6, and this is Amplified Bible. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. I always read my utmost for his highest by Oswald Chamber. Worrying always results in sin. We tend to think that a little anxiety and worry are simply an indication of how wise we really are. Yet it is actually a much better indication of just how wicked we are. <laughs> now, I got to say, when I read this, I never thought that worrying, God looked at it that <laughs> As way. As wickedness, you right? Know? <laughs> Maybe I better change my way. Fretting rises from our determination to have our own way. Our Lord never worried and was never anxious because his purpose was never to accomplish his own plans, but to fulfill God's plans. Fretting is wickedness for a child of God. What is the first thing we do when a problem arises and we can't see any way out of it? The answer to that question really depends on our relationship with Jesus. Most of us will immediately try to fix the problem and sometimes make it worse. We find ourselves frustrated and helpless, not knowing what to do. God tells us emphatically not to worry or fret or be anxious about anything, so emphatically that he calls it sin. That's one of his commandments, not to worry. And I know it's not easy to do, and believe me, I mean, I remember when we lost the store and everything, we lost everything. And if you've been listening, you've heard that story. But the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because even though I loved the Lord back then, and I knew him, I thought I was trusting him, but there were days when I just felt like I was staring into the deepest, darkest hole. That hole just seemed to go on forever. There was no end to it. I felt there was just no way out. Especially when friends and, and family are pushing you further into that hole instead of trying to bring you out of the hole. I just felt at that point, not even God could help me. Nobody could help me. I mean, that's how lost I felt. If you're going through a circumstance like that, I'm not trying to say to you, you're sinning. Oh, you know, let me slap your hand. No, I could fully understand because I've been there. As I walked with him and I learned to grow with him over the years, I have a different way of believing in him now. And when I look back at that, I realized how much I had to grow. 
Right. And why, in a way, he allowed us to go through that. That when my breast cancer came on five years ago, I was able to face that in a much different way. Oh, yeah. I had peace. The peace that he gave me, when he says he gives a peace that the world does not understand, I just felt like I was in the hollow of his hand, and no matter what was going to happen, I was okay. You know, that's why we're doing this and talking about fretting, because it's a waste of time. It makes you physically and emotionally ill. When you know that Jesus is close to you, you say to yourself, why am I doing this? The God that created this universe in me is standing right here. And he could get me out of this if I will make the choice to trust him. And it's really difficult. It takes a lot of practice when you're used to always taking charge of situations and running with the ball and all of that sort of stuff. The, the self-sufficiency in you, your humanness, you know, you, you're a take-charge person. The world teaches you to be independent. That's all well and good. You know, I have found in my own weakness, and we, we come across some wild stuff. I mean, now running the ministry, worrying if the funds are going to come in. Do they like the program? Are we saying right? Are, are we blessing anybody? We're not hearing from people. They, they don't like us anymore. I fret about that. But you know? there you are. You could fall into it. You could conjure up all these things. And <laughs> then you really do have to take some aspirin because you've given yourself <laughs> a headache. And God is saying, why? I'm right here. We're so used to it, and most of us have been brought up with the fretting and taking God on as a secondary solution when he really should be the first thing you take with or without water, you know, because he's there for that purpose. And we miss it all the time because we get into ourselves and our own self worth, I guess it is, and self-reliance. And we forget all of that. It's only when we sit down to read the Bible or we sit down to pray. But no, that conversation with him and walking with him is all day long. And I find that when I hit the sack at night and I try to go to sleep, the whole day jumps up at me, and I realize, oh, you didn't call that one. You didn't do this. You didn't record that right. And I stay awake. By the next morning, I get up looking like somebody who really has been out in the world and partying. <laughs> not not really a good image for me. It's exhausting. It is. It is exhausting because your mind, you're not shutting it off and you're not relaxing. Exactly. That's why the word does say, think on things that are lovely. I had to take a deep breath mm-hmm. and step back and look at really what I'm saying to you all out there. I got to start, you know, digesting it for myself and and I have been doing a lot more of that and believe me there's a lot of peace when we fret we are so caught up in our problem I truly believe this really hurts his heart 
you're in essence telling him, my problem is too big for you to handle. We're in essence saying, yeah, yeah, you're supposed to be the I am, but I don't know about that. You know, you're you're, you're causing doubt in in the God Almighty, your Creator, and and that is kind of sinful. You know, we're we're sort of giving him a slap in the face and saying, well, yeah, you're you're powerful, but you know, if you don't want me to fret so much. I would love to hear from you, <laughs> so I'm going to give you that information again. Because I fret not hearing from you. I say, are they listening? Are, are they getting it? Are, are we helping? We want to help. We don't need to be here talking to you if we're not helping you. So, please, if you have the opportunity, you can email us at livingwithvictory.com at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you i don't care if you're critical of it if you're not we want to know how you feel about this programming it's living with victory at gmail.com and in our our website you can go on there find out the information about us podcast whatever and even Contact us through there. Write us a message. If you need some prayer, you want to be on our prayer list, we'll pray for you. We'll pray with you. And that's livingwithvictory.org. Livingwithvictory.org. You know, I would like you to think of the situation you're in right now when it first started. What was the first thing you decided to do? Go to the phone and tell someone Or did you decide to get to your knees and have a talk with Jesus? Now, that question really depends on your relationship with Jesus. Sometimes we figure we're just going to take care of this. We don't need to bother God about this. When it goes wrong, then you say, well, we've done everything we can do. Now we're going to pray. When actually that should be the very first thing we do. We should be really be talking to him every single day, all day long, including him in the small things and the large things. So that when something really comes along that, you know, is a real problem, we're stabilized in him. He is our foundation and we're in him and we know him. We don't have to worry then. Because we're already where we need to be. We don't have to start getting ready. Because you can't go through a crisis when you have to get ready. And that's where the fretting comes in. You know, you have to take your thoughts. Sometimes your mind goes off on its own. And you start thinking about all kinds of things, like my husband Tony was saying. The word also says, take each thought and bring it into Christ. And you find yourself, when you do that, and you start to say, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. You start to repent because, Lord, Lord. I am sorry I am thinking this way. That's right. I'm looking at my problem instead of looking at you. We redesigned our logo, and we updated and upgraded a lot of different things that we were doing, including our bookmarks. Now, 
We do a lot of this on our own because of budgets and also we are the chief cook and bottle watchers sort of. We sign our blessed board and, and our, our supporters, but we do the work that has to be done. It's cost effective. And we do a lot of stuff online in the printing and all. We had redesigned the book, the bookmarks, okay? I have to say, and I'm not going to mention any names, but I probably would have relished a root canal than trying to get this bookmark done. Very simple little thing, you know, press a button, click here, and it's done. Not being critical, but I, I was fretting to the point of almost having... You, you know, an exhaustive spell of anxiety over this thing. And I'm praying, all right, Lord, you know. And, and I had the strange feeling, you're not going to come out right. They don't look right. Things aren't, they're, they're giving me the wrong information. That's not what I need. And over and over and over and over, okay. <laughs> Plus overcharging and all that. Well, it got insane. And I fretted so much. When the bookmarks arrived finally i ordered 250 i opened the package these things were the most perfect by the way if you want one just send us an email there you go i'll send you a bookmark i i i think that they really depict our faith in christ and how jesus is our umbrella well i had 250 of them and i said let me count them because you know i'll bet they shortchanged me or something i bet boy i'm terrible ain't i so I started counting, and as I'm counting, I'm already up to 500 bookmarks. And I'm saying, gee, you know, something ain't right here. See if they double-charged me for something. No, they didn't. It was an overrun. Uh, somebody must have kept their finger on that press because we ended up from 250 bookmarks to 500 bookmarks, and it wasn't a mistake. That's exactly how they do. But you see, I was so worried about things, I didn't consider anything. But God said, understand, I've got it handled. Everything is fine. And you know, out of that, the blessing we went to Sunday school on Sunday after we got them. And we have like a hundred and I don't know, some odd people in, in our class. We were able to give out to every single person in that class a bookmark, which was a blessing to many. There are pleasantries and blessings in a lot of the stuff if you just Take a deep Even breath. Even when you're not trusting. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, he, but he's, he's always God. Lord. He's always, always loving. God. He's always. always there for you. Always. He doesn't change because you change mm -mm. because you're fretting. He doesn't sit up there and say, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do with this guy. He's <laughs> driving me crazy. He don't do that, you know. So remember that that's really important. There are lessons here. Yes. When you really learn to trust him, it is amazing how simple life becomes. Yes. It really is. We learn when you're reading his word and talking to him and, and seeking him. Exactly. And he will take your problem 
Now, he's not Santa Claus. He's not going to give you something just because you prayed and that's it. He's going to give you something that will fix your problem, but he's going to do it maybe not the way you think it should be done, but it will be done better than you think it should have been done. But he does know and, your needs. Right. And he wants you, hopefully, to receive as graciously as he is giving. And, and exactly. And, and talking about him giving, the, the outcome of this printing debacle, we had three different printing orders out there, and they were all coming in at different times, and we really wanted them to come in all at once because we had presentations, we had different things we needed to have this. And I, I, I had no control over it. I said, okay, fine, and I don't want to pay for extra printing, uh, I mean, extra shipping, I'm sorry. Well, I have news for you. Everything we ordered from different vendors and different printing and all came in all at once on one day in more than enough time for us to have use of our new business cards, our bookmarks. Everything we needed came in in one day. That's because God is always on time. He's not I mean, fretting. <laughs> you know, I I have learned to pray your will. I mean, I will tell him what I think I feel my prayer, my request is. But I always end it, your will, your way, and your timing. Because yes. I don't want it before time because... If he says it's not time, I'm going to trust him that he knows better. Exactly. And not get upset over the fact that something didn't happen when I thought it should have happened. Exactly. You know, all I could say is and urge you is to seek him diligently, as his word says, with all of your heart and your mind and your body, all of your soul. And, and just get to know who the God is who died on the cross and shed his blood for you. Exactly. And you will not be disappointed. You will be amazed and you will wonder why you ever even worried about anything. And I have to say that this past Friday... I went to my doctor, it's been five <laughs> years, and I'm clean, and God has healed me of cancer, and I know I'm healed of cancer, and I praise his name, and I know that he loves you too. Whatever you may be going through, it may not be cancer, it may be another disease, it may be a job that you're needing, it may be a relationship, I don't care what it is, he knows how to fix it. Trust right. him. Just trust him. And he knows what you need. It may not be what you think you need, but he knows because he knows the future. And he knows how it would affect you in any way, shape, or form. He's out there in the future. He's in your past and the present. And don't get mad if, at him if he doesn't give it to you the way you think you want it because he is protecting you. You only see what you can see, but he sees the whole picture. He sees the end from the beginning, so he knows what's good for your particular need. Exactly, exactly. So remember, what, what's the whole thing? Don't fret and worry, that's for sure. 
And, and for now, I know we're heading back out. It's it's the end of our programming. And remember, the whole purpose is to let you know that Jesus is your umbrella in the storm. Stop fretting. Pray and thank him. And this is Tony and Laureen. You guys have a great week. For a monthly pledge of $5 or more, you can become a patron of the Living with Victory podcast. You'll help us to continue offering hope and encouragement not only through this podcast, but through our other community outreach programs as well. Go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com and look for the monthly pledge PayPal button. That's livingwithvictory.podbean.com. You've been listening to Living with Victory with Lorraine and Tony Giorgio, who for over 30 years have advocated for seriously ill children through Compassion Children's Foundation, today known as Living with Victory Ministries. Support for this radio ministry and our outreach programs comes from listeners like you. Many families that have children that need daily treatments for their illnesses are extremely challenged due to the cost of simply getting to the treatment facilities. Our Fuel for Life outreach supplies gas cards to families at four children's hospitals. You can support our outreach programs by sending your tax-deductible donations to Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this radio ministry, we'd love to hear from you as well. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella.